I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. <laughs> the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I remember being proud as a child in school, standing up and saying those words. I remember getting upset when kids were talking or laughing while we were trying to honor and lift up our great nation that truly has given us the opportunity to, to be free, to be liberated. But a couple of weeks ago, as I was mourning the loss of a black man, George Floyd, it was like the Spirit of God hit me like a ton of bricks. And it became clear to me that not everyone in this nation has had liberty and justice. See, not everyone has had the freedom and the privileges that I have had as a white male. Let me just break down some stats that I took from a Washington Post article written this year that's titled, There's an Overwhelming Evidence That the Criminal Justice System is Racist. First, between 1994 and 2002, did you know that the Jefferson Parish prosecutors knocked off an, an overwhelming 55% of black people off of the juror list compared to only 16% of whites? Even though the black population in that area made up 23% of the population. So essentially, my friends, 80% of criminal trials had no more than two black jurors on the seat. Now, another study in Bloomington, New Jersey, the population comprised of about 60% of, of whites and non-Hispanic, and it found that 78% of ticketed motorists were black or Hispanic. But let's be real for a minute. Now, I could go on because the, the page is, is full of, of stats to, to justify my belief that there is still racism going on in this nation. But if I do so, to what degree, right? Because if you agree with me, you won't even look up what I just gave you. See, you're just going to copy and paste it, and you're going to tell the opposing side, and you're going to justify why you believe in what you believe. Because you already have somebody that agrees with you, so it kind of helps you to justify your case, and it makes you feel better. And if you're on the opposing side, and you disagree with me, either you're not listening to this anymore, or you plan on looking up your own numbers to disprove what I just found and you're going to unfollow me on social media. And why are you going to do that? Because like most people, my friends, we are all broken vessels that need healing and desire to justify our own actions. We desire to not be wrong. We actually like it when we're right. It actually makes us feel good. But can I just tell us today that it's okay to be wrong? Can I just say that it's okay to make mistakes, my friends? Come on, doing the wrong thing doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person. It just means that you're not God, that you're not perfect. And guess what? That's okay because there's only one of those anyway, amen? So I'd like to take the time today just to propose maybe another way of looking at things during this season. Instead of looking at this from a perspective where somebody is wrong and someone is right and trying to justify your cause by saying things like, well, all lives matter and then quoting your scriptures and trying to come up against this Black Lives Matter movement or getting the root 
to who created it and what this is and who said it and what have you and blah, 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 blah. I want us to treat the situation like we should a marriage. You see, my friends, in my marriage, I have learned that there are no winners and losers. When my wife and I get into an argument, there's only two options, my friends. We either win, we either both win, or we both lose. It's not one or the other. When my wife comes to me and tells me that my actions hurt her, or my or the actions that I didn't do hurt her, my friends, I don't make it a priority to justify my actions or give her my excuses because I have learned that all that does is hurt her wound even more. Instead, I take time to listen to her heart. I repent for anything that I did or did not do. And I make sure that she knows that we are one and that I need her to be the best that she is so that we can move forward as a couple to the best of our ability. I don't try to justify my actions and I don't try to make her feeling any less important just because I don't understand them or feel like I even did anything wrong because right now it's not about me. It's about my wife. It's about the one God created for such a time as this. And it's my job as her husband to lift her up, to edify her and show her the love of Christ. The same needs to be true when hearing, believing, and honoring our black brothers and sisters, my friends. They are created from the same God we were, and it's time that we as a body of Christ so show some empathy towards them. They are the bride of Christ as well, and they are crying out that there is injustice going on in the body right now, and we need to lift them up and strengthen them in this hour. And, and you might feel justified that you didn't do anything wrong, but now is not the time to give your excuses. Now is the time to show empathy, to love, to show that God is bigger than your situation, than your feelings. And to say otherwise, I believe is establishing a spirit of pride in your heart, my friend. It's not about winning a battle right now. It's about lifting up another part of God's body and making sure that we are united and one. So then going back to the Pledge of Allegiance and what that means for me moving forward, you guys, I really honestly don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know this, if I do continue to stand, I do so to honor and lift up my nation in prayer. I want liberty and justice for all. I want us to believe that we are united with one God, under God. I want us to believe in that. But if I kneel, I do so to honor my black brothers and sisters who don't have liberty and justice in this nation who might find it hard-pressed to stand up for a pledge that doesn't own up to what it says it's doing. And if I do something else to raise awareness, it's to do so in the most God-fearing, humble way that I can think of, according to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Now, I mean no harm in whatever decision I decide to take, but I do think it's time that we as a people hold the government and this nation and ourselves accountable for doing what we pledge to do on a daily basis, which is to provide liberty and justice for all. Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity and this time. Father, we lift up our black brothers and sisters and all those who are oppressed and, oppressed and persecuted during this time, Father. I ask that your grace and your mercy is sufficient. I ask that we humble ourselves, seek your face, pray. 
God, that we would honor you in the way that we respond and react to these situations, God, that your people who are called by your name, if we just humble ourselves and repent, God, I ask that you would heal our land, heal our hearts, Lord God, allow our voice, allow the church, Father, your body, your spirit, God, to be um, just ever present in this time of trouble, Father, I ask that you would just that your love would grow in the hearts of everybody, God, that we would seek you first in all of this, God, that we would hear each other, God, that we would turn from our wicked ways, Father. So I pray for strength and clarity and direction in this hour, God. We speak life and life abundantly, Father, and we lift this up all in Jesus' name, knowing that, God, it is with you and you alone that we overcome such things. So, God, have your way in this nation, Father. We see these things. We say these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Guys, I love you. God bless, and I hope to hear from you soon. Talk to you later. Bye.